Welcome back. Week eight is in the bag and we are on to week nine waivers. That's right. Jason and Alex back for the fantasy football sackos. Alex, how was your week? How was your weekend? It's okay. Uh, drove home from the water capital of the world in Memphis uh, <laughs> over the weekend. And um, I just for all of you newer parents out there, um, driving nine hours in the car with a 15th month old uh, child, one way is not great. Uh, coming back is even worse. So just don't do that. Um, Why is coming back worse? Because you don't have anything to look forward to? Yeah, you just want to be home. And the screaming started and the screaming didn't seem to stop. So, but hey, cooler heads prevailed. We got home. My weekend was fine. I think I'm going four and one this week in fantasy. We're recording this during Monday Night Football and Mahomes is about to uh, to make me go four and one because I started freaking Kenny Gainwell instead of Amari Cooper. Um, so wow. again, we we suck. So you don't have to. Welcome to the Sackos. And uh yeah, man. Kenny Gainwell. Over like, Amari Cooper. Okay, so one, I texted you and you're like, yeah, you got to start Gainwell. It was the right matchup. Oh. If he would have gotten, if he would have gotten even Jordan Howard's touchdowns or carries, it would have been fine. Also, it's worth noting that Kenny Gainwell led the team in carries. They just happened to all be in the last like 10 minutes when they were up 40. Uh, and he was averaging like two yards a carry. So just complete crap. Uh, just like I, your, I hate uh, just like your decision. I hate you, Kenny over Amari Cooper. You agreed. I sent you a text message. You said, oh, yeah, you got to start gaining well. That's what you said. I, I think I think the thing that we've learned over the last couple of weeks is that it doesn't matter who the hell the quarterback is wide receivers are just fine like so what cooper rush is playing yesterday geno smith has been fine for seahawks receivers who's who's the jets quarterback that you want to talk about so badly the one the only mike white yeah just absurd that all of a sudden like they're just slinging the ball. He throws for 400 yards against Cincinnati, your stream defense of the week, which I also started and sucked. So thank you for that. Like just unbelievable. Yeah, I'm blaming everything on you. You suck. I hate you. Um, I streamed the Philly defense and got 20 plus points out of it. So, you know. Well, just maybe you should have told our listeners blame, blame that yourself. defense instead of, instead of the Bengals. Um, so, yeah, week eight, half the season's done. Um we're uh, on our way now. There's a there was a ton of injuries. There's a ton to talk about. Uh, so I, I'm excited to kind of go through these names and like back from the dead, Adrian Peterson. Like, oh my god, what are we doing? Welcome to the Fantasy Football Sackos Podcast with your hosts Jason Shellcross and Alex Krobe. Let's go! That's right, and you talk about back from the dead. That couldn't be more appropriate on the day after Halloween to be talking waivers and back from the dead is Adrian Peterson resurrecting his RB1 status career. Do you think, how do you think he falls RB1. in? one Bro. Bro. You don't think he's going to have a, a single RB1 week for the Tennessee Titans? 
No. You, you don't I really don't. A top 12. 12. Through the buys? Uh, God, he's 36. Don't matter. Who do you think? <laughs> who he's do you 36. think? Who do you think gets more carries? McNichols or AP? Honestly, I hope it's McNichols. I hope because it's if AP. They're, if they're bringing Adrian Peterson off the street to give him more carries than somebody who's been rostered and on their team for the last two seasons, then like, what are they even doing? You mean like, you know, I, I guess I would say give AP a little bit of respect. He's literally one of probably the top 10 to 15 greatest running backs of all time. And it's not like they're I don't disagree in, with you. It's not Frank, He's 36. It's not Frank Gore coming in off the street. It's, it might as well be. It is the one and only Adrian Peterson. The dude he, averaged four yards per carry last season. Yeah, I mean, he was with the Lions. He didn't like he was fine. 600 yards, seven touchdowns. Like, I'm, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you that he could be he, fine. He will be fine. He'll be fantastic. If he's the goal line back, then like I just I just can't believe that they're just gonna bring him in off the street and play him over McNichols. Like I just like I, I know that's what's going to happen. It's gonna be a split. I mean McNichols is I would, gonna I would see work, assume so. But if AP is the goal line back, would you rather have AP or I don't know who's kind of a who's kind of somebody Mike in Davis. the middle. Yeah, well, I think that's I would go AP. Yeah, just throwing a name out there. Um, I I I get I get it. I understand what they're doing. He's thirty six. He was in the league last year. It almost makes sense to like not play him the first eight weeks of the season so that he can be fresh. Um, AP or James Connor? Oh, Connor gets a lot of goal line work. I, they're almost the same player, right? I, I think Peterson might get more carries than Connor. Um, man, what is Connor? What like twenty five on the season? Is he higher than that? Twenty, maybe. I'll just we'll go up. through it after you pick one, but pick one. Oh God. Um. I'll say Peterson just because I think if he's going to keep scoring like like Derrick Henry is and they're going to give him the ball like he's not the same runner, but I guess they have similar running styles. Adrian Peterson or Damian Harris? Damian Harris. Adrian Peterson or Melvin Gordon? Melvin Gordon. Okay. Because of the Uh, passing work. Okay. Adrian Peterson or Chase Edmonds? I don't really like Chase Edmonds. I've never really liked Chase Edmonds. Um, okay. Let's go with Peterson because Connor's getting the goal line work. All right. So you are basically putting in Adrian Peterson at running back 17. Okay. So, I mean, that is not far at all behind easily having a pop off, get an extra touchdown, finishes an RB1. An RB1 is 12. So, we're, I mean, you're saying yeah, he's going to no, be an RB2. I think that's... Yeah. 
That's probably right. I mean, for a team that runs the ball that much, I just, that's with the assumption that he's getting 12 to 15 carries every week and McNichols is not getting more than 10 and Peterson's also getting the goal line work. Those are the assumptions. The 12th ranked running back through eight weeks is Leonard Fournette, who is averaging 13.4 fantasy points per week. AP could easily have one to two. I mean, two touchdowns in a single game. You're there. You're going to be in the top 12. So it's just going to be a matter of, is he getting the red zone work? Yeah. I mean, he played 16 games last year and had 600 yards, but it was for the lions who never have a thousand yard rusher. And Tennessee's going to move the ball more than the lions ever will. Yeah. So, so we've established that we'd rather have Peterson than McNichols. Yes. How much would you spend on him? <laughs> That's the question, right? I mean, I have the second most fab in our league of record. I have $99 to spend. One other person has a hundred. Uh, what nobody else has more than like 60 or something like that. Um, I, I have Mixon and Najee Harris, so I'm not in like a, I need to have a running back. Um, so if you were me, Jason, Given that situation, how much would you spend? Because you don't want somebody else to get him for nothing. It's on one of the highest running offenses. Like I I mentioned it last week. I don't want to see my own horn, but I said last week to go get McNichols in case Henry gets hurt. And now we're here. They're they're running. They're running the ball 20, like close to 30 times every game. So if you're telling me Peterson's going to get 20 carries a week, which is probably not unreasonable, like you're you're looking at Elijah Mitchell fab spending, which is all of it. Technically, no. no. You if if you're if you're looking at running back 17 for the rest of the season, no way. Ah. Uh... I hate this. Um, is it half? Is it half of your budget for the year? No, that's probably not it's, wrong. It's not. I. You know why? Because I don't know what the split is. <laughs> right. I know that's a hard thing. So because you have to make assumptions and guess, and you're either going to be really right or you're going to be super wrong. What if it's? What if McNichols is the guy? I don't know. He's only 5'9", like, but he's 206 pounds. He's only 25. He's never really done anything in the NFL. Um, it's, it's just really, really, it's, you're guessing. And we're both making the assumption that that AP is going to be the guy. I mean, McNichols in 28 games has 246 rushing yards. Yeah. So, I mean, all right, let's say that, let's think about this split, right? You think AP is probably early down goal line. Yep. And obvious, you know. Which is what you want. You think McNichols is probably passed down and probably the two-minute hurry-up offense. Um probably somewhere between 10 to 15 carries for both 
And I think that you're probably trying to spend fab on both to get one of them. Hopefully you get the guy that has more work. Uh, Tennessee has the seventh hardest remaining schedule for running backs. Um, And with Derrick Henry, you didn't didn't give a damn because it doesn't matter. Yeah, I think with these guys, you probably care. Honestly, I think I would go... Uh, I'm just not going to believe in the 36 year old. I would probably go 20% on AP and 30% on McNichols 30 to 35. And, and the McNichols love is mainly derived from the fact that he has 21 catches so far this year on 27 targets at 203 yards receiving. And he knows the offense. He knows the offense and they're probably going like theoretically they pass a little bit more without Derrick Henry. So McNichols getting the passing down work and has already proven that he can handle that. So and you you mix in 10 carries a game for him and a couple catches every week. And you're also talking about a a flex running back or, or RB2. It just comes down to who gets the touchdowns ultimately. So yeah. I, I don't, I, I, it's, it's tough. I just don't, it's an educated guess. Um, generally I would always say you want whoever's going to be the goal line back, but we don't know who that is. Peterson has a long, his, you know, storied career, hall of fame career and McNichols doesn't. He's been on this. He's, he's 26. And he's been on four different teams. Um, this is the second year in the, in the Titans offense. I, and I, I would be more excited about the position if they had traded for someone. They and they still could. We're recording this on a Monday night. The trade deadline's tomorrow, um, so it is possible they trade for somebody like Ronald Jones, it, Mike Davis, Rashad Penny, Tyson Williams, Philip Lindsay, Tevin Coleman. Yeah, Marlon Mack, obviously. Even Melvin Gordon on a rental. Yeah, but like I would have been so much more excited if they had traded for somebody instead of doing this. But yes, you're right. They very well could still do that. Um, if it if it does wind up being McNichols and AP, I think I would stick to 30 to 35 percent for McNichols and 20 to 25 for AP. It's a downgrade to the entire offense. It's yeah, it's. I think you're talking mid mid range RB two. Yeah, and it's a and if McNichols is just the guy and Peterson is there for like a back like McNichols is literally the only other running back they had on the roster. So yeah, just a like couple they of practice had, squad they, guys. Yeah, I mean they literally had to bring somebody else in, and so it makes sense to bring in a veteran. And you know what's. You know, what is the reason to say that McNichols won't be the guy with some spells of Adrian Peterson in there? So I agree with you on having McNichols higher. Um, it's just it's tough. Like they should both they should clearly both be rostered. Um, but I, I would prefer McNichols just for the bevy of reasons that you said. Yeah. All right. Um, somebody, those guys are obviously going to be out there on the vast majority of waiver wires. 
But somebody that I think should be rostered in 100% of leagues that's out there in about 45% of leagues right now is Michael Carter for the New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, Jets. 77 rushing yards, 9 catches, almost 100 receiving yards, and a touchdown, 30-plus fantasy points. Um, Not often that the top-scoring player in all of fantasy is available in 30-plus percent of leagues. Um, I would just recommend that everybody just kind of go out, take a look, see if he's there. Um, If he is a free agent, I think you should definitely scoop him up, and that is... Leagues of all sizes and regardless of format, he should be, I think, rostered at this point. Uh, love what that Jets offense did with somebody other than a rookie quarterback at the helm. Yeah, eight catches and nine catches the last two weeks, 150 receiving yards in the last two games combined. Um, the rushing leaves a little bit to to be desired, but um, with, with not. Yeah, sorry, go ahead. I was just going to say he's 100% fab for me. If he's there, he shouldn't be there. I agree with you. I, I yeah, he's he's an RB two so far this year. Um, in half PPR, he's averaging eleven points a week and is uh, running back twenty one on the season. So yeah, I I agree. It's been an interesting year for rookie quarterbacks. They haven't fared as well as like a Joe Burrow did last year. Um. But just thinking about Justin Fields, Trey Lance, and Zach Wilson and how kind of slow they've been to pick it up. Um, Granted, Trey Lance really only had the one start, but did not look great. Um, So. Oh, what? They're they're not all Herberts that just come in the league and just light everybody up (laughs) all the time. Herbert's a better, better example than Burrow. But yeah. Well, I mean, still, they're they're both very good and and. Burrow was fine, but yeah, I mean, between Lawrence and, uh, you know, even Mac Jones, Boston fans love to blow smoke up everybody's ass all the time about how great their quarterbacks are. Um, but yeah, it, they've all been super disappointing. Yeah. Um. All right. So get him if he's still there. Moving on. Let's talk about these Philly running backs. Kenny Gainwell. Kenny Gainwell, waiver wire out of the century last week. Gets like 10, 12 carries all in the fourth quarter, all while Philly's up 30 plus points and still manages to average only like two yards per carry because that (laughs) that makes sense. That that makes sense that Jordan Howard in street clothes walks in and hangs two touchdowns. It was Kenny Gainwell's lowest scoring week of the season. And he led the well, team sec- in running back sorry, attempts. Sec- second attempts. to lowest. He didn't do anything against Tampa Bay. But yeah, like... Is Kenny, Wayne, cr- is Kenny Gainwell droppable? I mean, after this week... I, so again, to the listeners or watchers of us, I feel bad that I didn't stick to my don't draft or don't pick up any rookies because Jason made me flip after last year when he's like, Justin Jefferson, T. Higgins. Oh, come uh, on, Jamar again. Chase. Are you kidding me? All these? Yeah, one. All like, it takes is one. The guy's like third in scoring. <laughs> yeah, but he was drafted. Like, oh, okay. Like, so I'm talking like. You're hating I'm on. talking. Yeah, like free agent, like 
get these young talent guys. Elijah Mitchell is top 12, is an RB1 on a points per game average. And he's a rookie. Yeah. No, that's fair. Everybody likes him, though. Like, I, like that, that one was Nobody undisputed. knew about him until after week one. Well, I know that. But once he did his thing and we talked about the 49ers schedule in the second half of the year, like that was an absolute no brainer. Like, like, let's freaking go. Now we just have to hope that Trey Lance doesn't come in and ruin all of that. But still, Kenny Gainwell. Chupa Hubbard's done well, too. Okay, but that's a... Kenny G has been a letdown. I will give you that Kenny G has been a letdown, but to swear off all rookies, I feel like is going a step too far. Fair. Kenny Gainwell being put in this position against the Tampa Bay, or sorry, against Detroit and literally doing nothing. And Jordan Howard has two touchdowns and Boston Scott has two touchdowns was the most maddening thing that I've sat on my couch on a Sunday knowing I was playing him instead of some other people and like yeah I don't want to see Kenny Gainwell on my roster um because I don't want to even have to think about playing him let somebody else deal with it um but yeah Boston Scott seems to clearly be how much time are you spending on Boston Scott who's rostered in a whopping 5% of ESPN leagues 60 rushing yards, two scores, 18 fantasy points. What you dropping? I think Miles Sanders is coming back in two weeks. Let, let's make that assumption. This week they have home against the Chargers. Next week it's at Denver and then uh, home against New Orleans. That's not three great games. The Von Miller-less uh, Denver Broncos after being traded today. Okay. Um, I would not spend more than 15% on Boston Scott. I'm surprised you even went that high. I mean, I don't think, I you don't know how, yeah, I don't think you, I, I would not spend more than that. Um, I think he goes for more than that though. That's then let somebody have him. The, the Eagles didn't run the ball at all, all season until this game. Like this was the most rushing attempts that they'd have by a mile. Well, they were in also any up. game that they've. I mean, they were also yeah. They, they destroyed the Lions. It, it helps when you're playing Detroit, but there was like not even comparable. So I think they go back to throwing the ball more, um, and their running game becomes kind of an afterthought again. Boston Scott is the the player that I'd want of the three. Um, wouldn't spend more than fifteen. Jordan Howard is just a provisional ad. Um, I think you can get him for zero. And if you have the nuts to play him, congratulations. How are you going to speak about Jordan Howard like that? He's your boy. Remember how much you love Jordan Howard? Yeah. He went to Miami and Jordan Howard's going to be the guy. Um, when I started him last year, he had a touchdown in every game. And then I stopped playing him and he didn't. <laughs> what did you do? Stop playing him after week one. <laughs> No, he had like, didn't he have like five touchdowns in four games averaging like 0.6 yards a carry or something like that? Yes, yes, yes. I actually remember this meme Uh, now from last year. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I would do. um, And I don't want to see Kenny Gainwell anywhere near one of my rosters. So let's talk about. uh, Yes. All right. Uh, Boston Scott, I think you probably have to. You're, I think you're probably talking 20% if you want Boston Scott for a couple of weeks. 
I don't want him. I'm not going to bid on him. Uh, I don't want Jordan Howard either. I it, And it, for no other reason than it would not surprise me if next week Sirianni gives Kenny Gainwell the 15 carries that we thought Gainwell was going to get this week. Like, there's no way that happens. <laughs> that's fine. I don't know. I just, I don't know what the split is. And I think the split changes from week to week. Gainwell's, I don't know. His usage has been really frustrating. Would you, would you drop Kenny G? Uh, it depends on what your roster situation looks like. Um, would you drop Kenny Gainwell for anybody that we have talked about thus far? Yeah, all of them. Okay. Would you drop Kenny Gainwell for our next player in response to the James Robinson injury, Carlos Hyde? Yeah. Carlos Hyde is rostered in a whopping 7% of ESPN fantasy leagues, had 32 rushing yards, six catches for 40 yards, and 13 fantasy points. Uh, James Robinson looks to be dealing with some sort of heel injury. Um, Carlos Hyde, I think, looked good, uh, all things considered. Um, but it looks like Robinson could also miss a couple weeks. Do you Maybe. have do you have any interest in Carlos Hyde? I have much more interest in Carlos Hyde than Kenny Gainwell. Um, Boston Scott. I have more interest in Carlos Hyde than Jordan Howard. I yeah. I almost have more interest in him than AP. The only I think the only people I'd rather have over him that we've talked about so far are Michael Carter and McNichols. Yeah, and I mean Hyde is going to be the guy there, assuming that James Robinson doesn't play. And if he's going to get all the carries and all the receptions out of the backfield, which he's more than capable of doing, and it's kind of a bowl down at the goal line, then yeah, I agree with you. Um, this comes down to how long James Robinson's going to be out. They don't know. Um, he's on a week to week type basis. And um, for a short term ad, I think that like a bruised heel. We don't know the extent of the injury and we don't know how long he's going to be out. Gee, thanks Urban Meyer. Um, <laughs> P. Carroll. Um, so yeah, I, I agree with you. I think Hyde is a, is a 25 to 30% play if you got it um, for a couple week boost and um, go out and get him because he'll like the Jaguars suck. But if if James Robinson isn't going to play, then Hyde is a great one-week pickup. My assumption when James Robinson comes back is that Hyde goes back to the bench, though. So he, it's not like he's out for the season. So it's more of a short-term one- to two-week play. But at least for this week, he would be the guy that I would prefer. Fair. Um, how much fab are you spending? Uh, 25 to 30 for, for if in a desperate situation where you need a running back and you guys, and you have people on by, um, if you're not desperate, I wouldn't let him go for free. So I'd put like a five to 10% bid on him just so that somebody else doesn't get him. Um, because I, I think people will be scared off by the James Robinson potentially being healthy enough to play this week. Um, so maybe you can get him at a little bit more of a discount. Um, but if you're really desperate, I feel like James Robinson will not play this week. Uh, so you can really, you can go for it and hide. The 
uh, the Jaguars have the Bills at home next week, which sucks. And the following week, they are at the Colts, which is also, I don't think, that great. So Yeah, the Colts have a number one number one defense against the rush from a DVOA standpoint. So. so so I am not too enthused about what Hyde will do even in those two weeks. Um granted, you know, they're gonna put up points in those games still. It is the NFL. So but I think it's gonna be below their average. I would probably do what you said and only do about ten percent on Hyde. Yeah, the, the the six catches for 40 yards, even with a terrible game script, is very encouraging. Um, True, I guess know. that's floor. Yeah, right. So, I mean, he had 10 points, didn't play um, the first quarter when Robinson had four and a half fantasy points before he went out. Um, so, in a bad game script, 32 rushing yards, 40 receiving yards. Um, so, I, I would say he's got a 10-point floor to him, even in a crappy blowout game. Um, at least this week against the Bills. I, I do not like the indie matchup. Um, no, so, I, yeah. I'm not a fan of either. I, uh, I'm i not expecting very much out of Carlos Hyde. So I, yeah. I agree with you. But Alex, we have moved on past Halloween. We're in November, and that means it's holiday season. It's here. Now I have a question for you. Um, are you feeling thankful because this year I am giving thanks to all of our friends at Manscaped. Uh, do I tell my extended family that I have the performance package 4.0 from the global leaders in below the waist grooming? Not to mention that it includes their lawnmower 4.0 trimmer to tame my bush and score brownie points with the in-laws. Oh, God. Give your man, give yourself Manscaped or the man in your life who needs it. Join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped. Oh with a 20% off and free shipping code SACOS. That is right. Use code SACOS to get 20% off and free shipping worldwide by going to manscaped.com and using code SACOS at checkout. Uh, do you think that your holiday spread is good? It's time to show yours off and give thanks to Manscaped, or as I like to call it, the perfect package for your package. Do you generally talk to your in-laws about your bush? Uh, my holiday spread, you mean? Oh, yes. Sorry. Your Christmas tree? <sighs> my Christmas tree, my giblets, whatever you want to call them. You know? Your, uh, your Festivus, uh, bowl or whatever they have. I tell um, you what, I can't get enough of Manscaped's <laughs> liquid formulations. They're like pumpkin pie and ice cream after Thanksgiving dinner. You just can't live without it. Oh, God. Um... So the I actually used the lawnmower yesterday. It went spectacular. Uh, appreciate you, Manscaped. Uh, I could not recommend it enough. The holiday season's coming, so it's handcuff season in fancy football. But it could also be cleanup season uh, for yourself. So you can you can help yourself out by going to Manscaped.com. Use the promo code SACOS S A C K O S twenty percent off your free shipping worldwide. And uh, and get a get a gift for somebody else. Their uh, their body wash is fantastic. Um, they're like they have shampoo. They like you can make yourself smell better, look better, and you feel better, and you and, just have more of a swagger. And quite honestly, it's the only gift I know of that quite literally gives back. So yeah, there you go. All right, moving on. Next up, we have 
some random ass running backs. And that could random ass running back. That could be its own drop because we are. I'm seeing people Rawr. come out of nowhere this week. Uh, first up, I have Jarrett Patterson for the Washington Ooh. football team. He is rostered. I can't believe he's even rostered this much in 0.8% of ESPN fantasy leagues. He had 46 rushing yards. Randomly must have a big family. Um, I think Gibson is obviously very not healthy and that they're just spreading the ball around because he's ineffective with the shin fracture. He had 11 carries. He led the team 46 yards on the ground. If Gibson continues to struggle, maybe they sit him a week or two, try and let the shin heal. I don't know why they're running him into the damn ground anyway. Um, you know, uh, do you have any interest in somebody with 11 carries for the Washington football team? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what was this guy's name? Jarrett Patterson. Did your brother change his last name? Is that why you're trying to plug him? Is that, is that what's going on? Uh, no, no, he didn't. Okay. Yeah, this is uh I mean, maybe if they called Gibson out, this is, I mean, no. Yeah, well, it's just, I mean, it's not going well for Washington. They have what, one win? So Random ass running backs. (laughs) So, fine, put in, yeah, I think it's somebody you can get for 0%. Uh, or in deeper leagues, if you're in like a 16 teamer and desperate with buys and injuries. Uh, next up is somebody from tonight. And that is the one, the only Derek Gore. (laughs) Not related to Frank, at least not that I found. Unbelievable. Uh, Derek Gore is currently leading the Chiefs. In rushing attempts, and we are at the beginning of the fourth quarter. Uh, with are 10, the Chiefs bad? Ten carries, forty-seven yards, and a score. Um, no catches yet, which is unfortunate. You would hope that he'd check in that box at some point, but no, oh, yeah, Dar- Daryl's had some catches. So Tyreek Hill has fifteen targets. Uh, Derek Gore, do you care about? I mean, you have to want the running back, right? 10 carries, 50 yards, score. Um, most of that came on one drive uh, before we started recording where um, he's just kind of gotten a groove and they kept giving the ball. Daryl's since come back in the game and taken most of the snaps. Um, yeah, this is not a, um, a zero bid Adam as a precaution. At some point, Clyde's coming back. Daryl's still the guy you want there. Um it, he just got hot on a drive, honestly. I, I wouldn't put any more stock into it than that. Okay. So you're saying nada. Zero zilch. Yeah, no thanks. All right. Uh, my next random ass running back is a little more random well known. ass running backs. JD McKissick, uh, rostered in more than 50% of leagues, 10 rushing yards, eight catches, 83 yards. Um, Vintage J.D. McKissick. Yeah, led the team through the air 
Uh, man, is this team bad if your running back is leading you through the air. Uh, caught all eight of his targets for 83 receiving yards. I think he's a solid value if he's there, especially if you're in a PPR format. He's a he's a viable flex play every week. If I mean, if you're in PPR, he needs to be rostered in 100% of PPR leagues. Even I would say half. Yeah, I agree. I mean, he's had he's had eight catches in two of the last three games, um, and even the week that he didn't have the eight catches, he had four for 34. So yeah, he does have a four if you're super desperate. He's going to get you at least five points just on the catches and yardage. If he happens to fall into the end zone, he'll be over 10. Um, that's a fine streamer. I mean, I'd rather have him than like um, Ramondre Stevenson or Bolden for the for the Pats or, you know, so if if he's out there, I mean, he's currently rostered in 55% of ESPN leagues. Um, so, I mean, I'm surprised that's not a little bit higher, especially with Gibson being being dinged up uh they're gonna give him the ball a little bit more they are in a bye week this week and then have tampa bay um so Ooh. i actually like the matchup against tampa bay because Same. they're gonna be throwing throwing a lot uh and with the checkdowns the mckissick um so i i like that as a sneaky good play in week 10 um but you can probably let him sit out there for a week because he's on a bye and most people probably won't be touching him yeah, he should be added though. I think it'd be a good add over the bye weeks anyway. Um, yeah. Uh, 55% rostered. I would probably, honestly, because I see weekly value, regardless of when other people get healthy, I see weekly value the rest of the season. I would definitely go 20 to 30% fab if JD McKissick is there. This week? Even on the bye, just because I know the value. Uh, I wouldn't do that. No, would you go 15 to 20? I don't think you have to. Really? Yeah. I, I mean, it, there's I a reason why there, there's a reason why he's sitting out there. And Gibson could get get healthier, at least marginally over a bye. His playoff schedule is Dallas. Uh, like it. <laughs> their their last uh, four weeks are really interesting. So week 14, the week before uh, the playoffs start, it's Dallas at Philly at Dallas home against Philly. Okay. Uh, is is their their four weeks through the playoffs. So um yeah that's fine um but so yeah i mean mckissick should be rostered in more than 50 percent of leagues like he is currently but i don't think you need to spend to get him uh this week all right from one random ass running back to another next random up, ass running backs next up is ty johnson running back for the new york jets we've already talked about michael carter who should be owned everywhere if uh if he is gone i do think that Ty Johnson is a viable flex ad. Uh, if you're in a pinch, uh, he had 15 rushing yards, five catches, 70 receiving yards, and a score. Um, if Mike White is the real deal and can move the ball down the field, then I like Ty Johnson. Um, he's had solid production through the air for the Jets. And the only thing that's been missing is that offense actually moving the ball um, under Zach Wilson. So Ty Johnson is not a bad ad in deeper leagues. Yeah, I mean, they're they're essentially running the Alex Smith offense where they're just checking down to the running back every play right between Carter and, and Johnson. I think, you know, combined, they've had close to f- essentially 15 catches each of the last two weeks combined. Um, and 
what, 150 math, like 260 receiving yards the last two weeks for those two guys combined. Yeah. Um, which, which is a lot, a lot of yardage coming out of the backfield. Um, so yeah, um, the last three games that he's played in, um, 17, 10 and 10 in half PPR. Um, there's some value there on a bad team. The game strip's going to fit them throwing. So, and if like, it seems like the jets absolutely love, um, love Mr. White. So, I mean, why not provisional ad? Hopefully he falls into the end zone for a touchdown. That does it for my running backs. But yeah, I think, uh, I think you get Ty Johnson for a whopping zero bid, maybe a buck if you want to get frisky, but I think you can get him for zero. Zero. That does um, it for also. Yeah, I have the the Chiefs game on uh, to the side here, and Kadarius Tony just went to the locker room holding his wrist. Um, with Darius Slayton, or sorry, not Darius Slayton, with Sterling Shepard also being hurt, um, I, I do think it's time to probably plug Galladay or Darius Slayton because they're going to have to throw to somebody. Uh, Galladay still has the knee, so it's going to be Slayton. Yeah. So some something to definitely be aware of. Uh, I know that's not a random ass running back, but um, just just wanted to kind of plug that real quick. And just like that is the sleeper alert. Kadarius Tony went to the locker room with a thumb injury and is questionable to return. So uh, side note plug for sleeper. Uh, if you have not downloaded the app, um, now is a great time of year to do it. Constant alerts to your phone. Um, so, yeah, just throwing that out there. Yeah, they already lost Sterling Shepard. And then Dante Pettis went down really awkwardly on that punt return that he muffed. But Galladay yep. with the hyperextended knee, he has not come back. And there's no Saquon. And so now it's Kyle Rudolph and Evan Ingram, John Ross, Devontae Booker, and I don't know. Darius Slayton doesn't even have a catch tonight. So maybe it's... That's gross. The leading target getters are Shepard, who's now out and hurt, Tony, who is now out and hurt, and then Booker, the running back. So Yikes. it's gonna be a long one. It's true. Uh are, are we done with running backs? Can I can I mention Jameson Crowder real quick for the Jets as well? Um Yeah, who, we're just you know what? Okay, yeah, please do. Please tell me how much you love the crow. I've always loved Crowder. I mean, since he's come back, uh, he missed missed the first three weeks of the season, but his targets since he started playing is nine, six, and six and nine. Very nice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> You're an idiot. And that, and that was not just a plug to to get my cheap pop in, but that's uh that's solid. Um, so I mean, especially without Corey Davis playing this past week, nine targets, eight catches, eighty four yards. Um, for the Jets. So here we are again with our third Jets player of the week. Uh, Jameson Money Crowder is only rostering 18% of leagues. I think that should be considerably higher. Yeah, I do too, especially if they have a competent quarterback. Again, you know, that's the difference between yeah. having a quarterback that can move the ball and one that can't. Would you um, rather have him or Odell Beckham? Crowder? Yeah. Or Odell? I'd rather have Crowder. Okay. Would you rather have him or Jacoby Myers? Crowder. I think I agree with you. So I, I think Crowder's flex worthy. Top 36. Yeah. I don't think I'd call him a wide receiver too, but yeah, eight catches, the 84 yards. I do think you can get him for cheap because I think people are probably still going to sleep on the jets a little bit. I don't know. They got a lot of publicity after their first, well, not their first win, but after their win. 
Um, yeah. Eight of nine targets. I love the targets. Um, and they're, they're going to be behind in every game and their schedule kind of fits that too. They actually have a, a pretty decent schedule coming up at Indy, Buffalo, Miami, at Houston, Philly, New Orleans. I don't like, but then at Miami, Jacksonville and Tampa Bay to end the season, those should all be relatively high scoring games that they can put up some points. So, um, I, I think Jameson is a, a sneaky, um, sneaky ad for not much, if anything, that uh, will be productive down the stretch. Agree. Agree, agree. Next up, we have Devontae Parker for the Miami Dolphins. Rostered about 55% of ESPN leagues. Had eight catches for 85 receiving yards, 16 and a half fantasy points. Um, it's kind of, I, I don't know. A little bit surprising, I think, that he's available in that many leagues, being the wide receiver one for a team. Um, he has yeah, missed he a few really weeks. The two behind Waddle. I, you think? I, I don't know. They're, yeah, they're interchangeable, probably. Um, I guess he's probably been dropped in a few leagues after missing some weeks. Um, but. The eight catches, 85 yards, 60 and a half fantasy points. I think that he should be rostered in more leagues. Yeah, he's had four or more catches in every week that he's that he's played. He's had seven or more targets in every week that he's played. Um, just because like he missed that. the last. Yeah, just because he's missed the last three weeks. Um, you know, is probably the reason why his roster percentage is down. Um, he's probably a 10 plus percent add uh, from the wide receiver standpoint. Um because he's been really productive when he's played. Okay. So would you put anything on him? Yeah, 10. 10? 10? 10% of Devontae. Oh, baby. All I right. Mean, it's well, high. We're, what, 40 minutes into this? And we're yeah. finally, finally mentioning a wide receiver ad that's worth adding. Um, but yeah, I think he's worthy of it. Especially if they traded for Watson the next two days, which I don't oh. think is going to happen. No, I don't think he's but, going anywhere either. I yeah, mean, if, if, they added, if they added Watson tomorrow. Oh, my God. Um, uh, that would if if they add Watson tomorrow. OK, yes, I want to give two fab numbers. If they <laughs> if they do not trade for Deshaun Watson tomorrow, I think five to ten percent is more than enough to land Devontae. If they trade for Deshaun Watson tomorrow, I think that number more than doubles. I think you talk 20 to 30%. I agree. And he goes back to being a fringe wide receiver one every week, like he was under Fitzpatrick. Yep. <laughs> what could be? But you know what, though? <laughs> There's a lot of different teams that he could go to where uh, you could potentially land you know, if you take a flyer on a guy and then maybe Deshaun lands there and holy crap, now you actually have something like Robbie, Robbie Anderson, for example, in Carolina. Um, he's rostered very in, disappointing. Yeah. I mean, he's wide receiver 69 on the season. Oh, that's not nice. Did you see that hit that he took uh, in that Atlanta game? He got blown the F up like yeah. real bad. One target in that game. For yeah, and, and he got destroyed on that target. 
But I mean, you know, it's like if teams like that, Deshaun's rumored to go to, could you imagine what it would mean for Robbie and DJ Moore and that offense? Like, they say yeah, they're not interested. Spectacular. But if, I, if they weren't interested, I would be, as a fan, I might be a little annoyed. Yeah, and if, um, you know, I have Deshaun Watson on a couple of rosters. If he's not traded, obviously, I'll be dropping him uh, after the trade deadline passes tomorrow. Um, if he is available in your league and he does get traded to Miami or Carolina tomorrow, I would spend a whole ton to get Deshaun Watson. Um, whether you need a wide or whether you need a quarterback or not, and just try to trade him. Um, do, do you have any thoughts on a fab number if if he were to get traded to either of those teams? Probably depends on your quarterback situation, but I, yeah. Again, I'd only spend the fab if he actually does get traded tomorrow. Um, I would probably spend, you're talking about a weekly quarterback one, the rest of the season. Yeah, like top six. I would spend like probably 60%. Yeah, I agree. Like I would go all in if he does get, if he does get traded. Would you put the rest of it on it? If you're like, if, if you don't have anybody, say you had nobody, you were, or you had you know, you had Russell Wilson who got hurt and then you picked up Jameis who got hurt and you're just screwed. Yeah, I would spend it all. I'd spend every dollar I had. I, Although I Russ is it. coming back in a couple of weeks. So he got that pin taken out of his finger today. Um, so they're saying probably a week 10 return is the target. He'll be out one more week. Yeah, but Willie, though, if they lose again and drop to three and six, and you're sitting behind the seven and one Cardinals and the seven and one Rams. Do you bring back Russ Wilson? I don't think you're going to be able to keep him out. I mean, nobody wants to see him running the two minute drill on, by on himself by himself on the field again before another game. So they're just going to let him play because he he will he will not sit out. So I, I don't think that the team has a choice, honestly. <laughs> yeah they do don't let them on the sideline <laughs> you know, good luck with that um, alright back to receivers what about Brandon Ayuk wide receiver for the 49ers highly mm. drafted disappointed to start the season rostered in close to 50% of leagues 4 catches 45 yards 10, 10 and a half fantasy points um Looks to be like he's maybe gaming, gaining some steam. He had a season high seven targets. Could be a big second half. We've talked about that schedule for them so many times. Do you consider a provisional ad of Ayuk? And if you do, how much do you spend? My uh, 15 month old daughter only knows like, let's say 10 words. And one of her favorite words is yuck. Yeah. Um, and that's what I think of when I think of Brandon Ayuk, uh, which kind of has yuck in his name. Um, this is the most targets that he had in a game with seven um, previous weeks. Uh, his high was six. And before that, it was four. He's not missed a game. Um, although he had that weird Detroit game where he just didn't get played or I don't nobody ever knows what happened with that still um I uh, unless Debo gets hurt I don't think I would touch Brandon Ayuk 
I think I agree. Um, uh, like they don't they don't throw the ball enough to have him be Ross. Like he just hasn't really done much. This it, he hasn't had over fifty yards in a game yet. It's it's week nine. Depot did come out of the Bears game with a calf injury, so there's that. They have the Cardinals on deck. Kittle is supposed to be back in week nine against the Cardinals. Well, so that's he, even a bigger no for Ayuk. Probably right. Um, man. I, yeah, I think he's he could be a zero add. If you want to end of the bench flyer, I don't know. I think you could also just wait a couple weeks and let them get absolutely smacked around um, by Arizona and the Rams. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's him being rostered in less than 50% of leagues is is c- correct. Okay. What about somebody that pumped uh, last week because of COVID? Uh, and that is our next wide receiver, Randall Cobb for the Green Bay Packers. Finished <laughs> with three catches, two touchdowns for Aaron Rodgers, although a whopping 15 receiving yards, um, but two scores. Do we care about Randall Cobb's two touchdowns? Uh, no, because Devontae Adams is coming back. Okay. So, doesn't doesn't really do anything for me. If he were to miss another week, then yeah, absolutely. But uh, I don't. That's think the he, only way. I don't think he is. The only other receiver I can think of is Gabriel Davis. He had four catches, thirty yards, and a score for the Bills, which is one of, if not the best, offenses in the league. Um, Tasty and Emmanuel f- Sanders did nothing. He had four targets, but could not reel any of them in. It was sort of on par with his uh, first matchup against the um, Dolphins. Dolphins earlier in the yep. season. Yeah, I mean the first time they played, Manny Sanders had a whopping five fantasy points, two catches, fifty yards, six targets though, four targets this time. Uh, yeah. I should not have started him, but is what it is. <sighs> but Gabriel um, Davis, do you care? No, not really, because he's wide receiver four on that team um, behind Beasley, Sanders, and Diggs. Um, and maybe even behind Knox when he's healthy. Um, although, um, no promises if back. he's back this week. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not really, not really, uh, Looking to add him. Um, the I, I got two more guys just to run by you. Hunter Renfro. He's rostering 57% of leagues. Um, if, if he's available, you should definitely go out and add him. Yep. Um, he's been remarkably consistent and had five or more targets in every game that he's played in. And seems to be Derek Carr's kind of go-to guy when he needs a completion. Um, and then Michael Gallup, uh, who we mentioned last week as a as a flyer, he's rostering fifty one percent of leagues. Uh, he had four catches on seven targets in week one and hasn't been seen since. Um, but the assumption is that he's coming back soon. Um, and with him and him and Dak, uh, with Lamb and Cooper and Wilson and Schultz, and like that's just such a great offense and their schedule. Denver, Atlanta, at KC. Um, 
really great down the stretch. So um, he should be looked at um, as a as a deeper sleeper um, to be added um, before he comes back and is actually comes off the IR list. I have a tight end ad. Is it Firemuth? There's an R in there. There's another R. Friar Friermuth. Yes, Pat for the Steelers. Rostered in a whopping six percent of leagues. Four catches, forty-four yards, and a score. Uh, He's, um, I think he's really becoming a favorite target of Ben's. He had seven targets this game, uh, and double-digit fantasy production in each of his last two games. So if you have a bye week or you're the Dalton Knox manager, uh, I would be looking at this guy potentially as a fill-in. Um, it, yeah, seven targets his last two games, which is pretty solid. Um, they've talked to, talked him up on the national broadcast about him being a, a great route runner and being very predictable in his routes. And Ben likes to get the ball out quick. And Fryer Muth is sitting in the middle of the field, um, creating a big target for Ben, and he seems to be finding him. So um, I think he's well, a fine yeah. ad, especially especially against the Bears this week. Um, that provided little to no resistance without Khalil Mack uh, against the 49ers this week. So um, I, I think he's a fine play this week. It's a fine play. Fine and then play. one other tight end is Dan Arnold for the Jags. Eight catches, hey, 68 Arnold. yards. 15 points, uh, nearly eight targets per game over the last three games for the Jags and finished week eight as the second highest scoring tight end in all of fantasy, Dan Arnold. So how many, uh, how many characters can you name from that television show? I don't know. I would, I would set that bar low at like a few. Would, would I, you like to try? Sure. Uh, Arnold, that that is one. Yes. So we got one. Helga, that is two. Stoop Kid is is his name just Stoop Kid? I that's that's what I know him as. I'm looking up a list of characters. I don't see Stoop Kid listed. Okay. Uh and then. Who is his best friend? See, that was the only, that was the only other one I would be able to name. Uh, it wasn't he got that tall, tall hair. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, Gerald, right? Gerald. Gerald. Yeah. Gerald is correct. Okay. And then was, did grandpa have a name or was grandpa grandpa? So this says grandpa Steely Phil. Grandpa Phil. Okay. Grandpa Phil. Um, that's actually better than I would have done. So good job by you. And then I feel still like going. I feel like there's other people that I should know though, because who was that really <laughs> dorky kid? I bet he probably had a dorky name. What's a dorky uh, name? His name was Brainy. Uh, no, no, no. The 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 one that they made got made fun of all the time. Uh, yeah, this says Brainy. Eugene. There's also uh, Eugene is on here. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I remember Eugene. There's also a Stinky, a Harold, a Phoebe. Harold was Sid. the bully, wasn't he? Yeah. Harold was the bully. Uh, Phoebe and Rhonda 
Rhonda would be the only characters that I would know on here. Big Rhonda. Yeah, no, I I remember some of them. Uh, that was good by you. I was more than I thought I would be able to pull off. Yeah. But um, now back to probably the most important ad in all of fantasy football this week. A guy rostered in just in one half of 1% of ESPN leagues. The one, the only New York J-E-T-S Jets, Jets, oh Jets. Here we go. Mike White! The obvious number one waiver wire priority ad, future Hall of Famer Mike White. Fuck. Here we go again. For the New York Jets. Uh, you know, Gunslinging Joe 2.0 reincarnate. Just I love everything about it. I just the second quarterback in NFL history to throw for 400 yards in his debut and the first one and only quarterback to throw for 400 yards and three scores in his NFL debut. Mike White, we have talked about (laughs) four or I don't even know four Jets players. As ads, yeah, too many. It's really too as many ads, and but you yeah. know, you know why they're ads because the offense worked. That's why they're ads because the offense actually worked. We talked to Michael Carter, Ty Johnson, Crowder. I mean, what? How? How widely rostered is Corey Davis? Corey Davis should be rostered everywhere. I am so excited for Corey Davis now. Uh, Corey Davis rostered in 70% of leagues. I mean, that should be a hundred. I think after what we saw to Mike white, <laughs> literally, you do realize that, that, that a week ago they got absolutely curb stomped by the Patriots, right? That's fine. Mike white also came in and threw a touchdown on like his first drive or second drive against them. He currently threw a pick. I don't care. I don't care. He owned Cincinnati. He did. He also owned me. He cost me a lot of money. Did he really? (laughs) Yeah. 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 Well, uh, the Jets were the first underdog of more than seven points to win outright this season. Um, I may or may not have put uh, a money line parlay on the Rams, Cincinnati Bengals. And uh, Buffalo Bills. And uh, yeah, oh. it turned out very badly. Oh. Yeah. 37. Also, one of the worst helmet to helmet hits uh, penalties that I've ever seen in my entire life was called in that Bengals game, which uh, cost the Bengals a chance to try to come back down the field and score and uh, made me lose money. Completed 82% of his passes. Yeah, that's pretty good. The Bengals defense was looking pretty stout. I mean, they shut down Baltimore a week ago. That's the craziness of the NFL on a week-to-week basis where they shut down one of the best offenses in the NFL and then get lit up by Mike White. Yeah. At Indy next week, don't love it. Uh, Home against Buffalo, home against Miami after that. So the matchups aren't that great, but holy crap. Mike freaking White. 
we talk about again like this weekend was the weekend of the backup quarterback and also the this is why maybe you should think about and waiting to play your freaking rookies zach wilson not ready justin fields not ready trey lance not ready my cousin literally just sent me a text message that somebody put a thousand dollars on Mike White to lead the the league in passing yards this week at a hundred and twenty-five to one bet. They put a thousand dollars on it. No, that's gotta be photoshopped. I mean, uh, the this says that that's is on prop swap. So Holy it's pretty crap. legit. That's cool, right? You have, you know how I know if somebody, whoever bids that has too much money. Yeah. As if you're putting a grand on Mike White to lead the, yeah. Yeah. Because then you literally don't give a shit if you lose a thousand dollars. It's true. That's for somebody with a lot of money. If you're just throwing around like, yeah, never could not. Mike, do that. Mike White, baby. <laughs> but. I mean, with all of the injuries at quarterback, I don't know. Maybe he's lightning in a bottle. He is lightning in a bottle, baby. Oh, no, 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 no. We can do a lot of song references. We are not referencing Christina Aguilera. I thought, didn't we have an agreement that if I came up with a song reference, the other person had to sing it? Isn't that what we're doing? So don't you have to <laughs> no, sing that at the end of the episode? No, no, no. I thought that's what we agreed to. No, I've never agreed to that. You have to sing that. Nobody wants to hear that. Oh, Literally, yes, they do. Nobody wants to hear that. And if they do want to hear it, then you can use the Weed Whacker from Manscaped to clean your ears <laughs> and hear it better. That's right. Use code SACOS to get 20% off and free shipping worldwide at checkout. That's right. Use code SACOS, S-A-C-K-O-S, to clean your ears. Go get yourself a Weed Whacker and uh, hear our lovely singing that much better. Um, Yeah. I don't have any other ads, Alex. That was... That was all my ads. There is, I think we've talked about half the league. Um, so I, I hope people's teams are doing well and you have Cooper Cup. Um, best of luck if you had Derek Henry. Uh, hopefully the waivers <laughs> rip that we talked about will uh, will help you out. Otherwise, keep killing it. Uh, they, I think uh, me and Jason are probably coming back again this week. We need to, to update some trade targets for you um, and post them online. Um, but if you would like to continue to follow the Sackos and support us, uh, please follow us on Twitter. We're at the FF Sackos. You can follow us on YouTube. Uh, search for the Fantasy Football Sackos. or on basically every social media platform you can think of. Uh, Kesha's, uh, Twitter, Facebook. Um, find us everywhere. Please, I'm at Manger47. Jason's at Jason Shellcross, I think. Yeah. Yeah. So um, find us. We're... We're uh, we're both excited and engaged this year because uh, my teams don't just suck ass. So um, and yeah, Jason's and Jason's traded away everybody that sucks ass on his team. So we're Dude, we're ready to go. Sayonara, Calvin Ridley, out of here. Yeah, we didn't talk about Russell Gage. Um, who literally? I mean, what's there to talk about? He was zero. trash. He was hot yeah. trash, hot which is unbelievable. Garbage. Unbelievable. 
that he was hot garbage. Um, man, that's crazy though about freaking Ridley. Yeah, it's sad. Hopefully he's okay and and gets the supporting needs can can come back. But that that box score, um. Tajay Sharp, five catches. Cordero Patterson, five catches. Mike Davis, five catches. Woof. Kyle Pitts, yeah. two catches. That Carolina defense is so good. But, man. Yeah, Calvin Ridley, done. Uh, I don't want to say I saw it coming, but I got real nervous two, three weeks ago when he decided to, uh, when, I don't know, when he missed for personal reasons. And then I look all over Twitter and find yeah, almost England. nothing about why he missed. And then yeah. uh, I saw a report that they considered him day to day. They didn't know if he was going to even be practicing. I was like, I can't do this. This could be bad. And I shopped him out, shipped him out. But from 0-4 to 4-4, what up? We are way over on time, but I figured I'll tell one more personal story since we are. Um, I was walking up the stairs um, the other day at my house with sandals on and I, I tripped and fell on the Why stairs. Why did you wear sandals inside? I would know. I was walking outside in my garage. Oh, okay. There's like cement steps leaving, leaving the garage and like my sandal got caught on the step and I like fell and I like screwed up my finger. Um, it like, I think it popped and it like randomly hurts now. Um, and I like bloodied up my knee so um where do the wise people don't get old that that would be my fantasy my my life advice is just stay young forever young i want to be no we're we're singing christina aguilera there's (laughs) there's no i already i already have the lyrics up (laughs) why do you have the lyrics up I already have the lyrics up. Oh, yeah, this is, is happening. Is your body saying let's go, but your heart is saying no? I mean, it, it can. Uh, if, if I got that's what you wanted to. Thank yeah. you guys so much. Have a good night. I have to end it. I'm not doing that. I cannot. If you want to be with me, baby, there's a price to pay. Mike White's a genie in a bottle. <laughs> He's got to throw it the right way. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Yep. There you go. We we do it all here, guys. We're multi-talented. Alex is a triple threat. Average looks, worst fantasy, worst fantasy advice, and terrible singing. The triple threat, Alex Krog. (laughs) Triple threat. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Fantasy Football Sackos podcast. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at the FF Sackos.